Welcome to the Social Media Podcast, where we celebrate awesome on and offline. Hello, and welcome to the Social Media Podcast, where we celebrate awesome on and offline. Today, I'm really excited to speak to a student. Her name is Liv, and her film blew me away. Um, I watched it several times. It was so, so, so powerful. So I wanted to bring her on to the podcast and have a little chat with her about what she did in the film. Um, And I saw it on Twitter. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So welcome to the program, Liv. Hi, thanks for calling. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, My name is Liv McNeil. I'm 15. I just finished grade nine. It's summer right now. I'm going to be going into grade 10. I'm just a kid in isolation. I love film and the arts. Visual arts is my major, but I love doing film outside of school. And I've recently created, written, directed, edited, and starred in a short film about quarantine. Which is the film we're talking about. It was so, so good. So why did you create this film? Was it a school project? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, it was a school project. I I wanted to make some sort of art that shows how I've been feeling during quarantine and how every day feels the same, you know, because art has been a coping mechanism for isolation recently. That's why I've been making so many quarantine art pieces. I've made lots of paintings and short films just at home, usually not related to quarantine, but just it keeps me busy. And uh, as much as this is a difficult time, it's very inspirational. I can take away from this experience and turn it into art, you know. Film, I decided film would be the best for me to use because it's very immersive. I love film. I felt like it would be a good storytelling mechanism for my story because it's audio and visual and it's one thing to look at a photograph or listen to a song but with a film it's both and I feel like with my idea and my concept the story arc would be best portrayed with film. Wow I love that. Um, Can you tell just for listeners who haven't seen it yet um, tell us a little bit about that story arc. Uh, well, it's about a character in isolation, and it's a generalization, not just specifically me, but kind of everyone that's been going through this. And uh, you see this character sitting on their bed, kind of looking at pictures and things that used to make them happy, like medals from activities and Polaroids, and trying to relive memories, but then just falling right back into their state monotony and doing the same thing every day. And eventually you see them break and they're silently screaming. It's pretty emotional, I'd say. Definitely emotional. And uh, certainly I hope that people right after this interview go and watch it. We're going to put the link in the um, information. So what were some of the challenges and even the successes with your creation process in creating this film? Uh, There were quite a lot of challenges. I mean... It was a very short film, but I knew I wanted to make it good quality, so it would uh, it'd be a good short film, I guess. Um, but I feel like a really difficult part of it was coming up with 
the end. Like I knew I had the concept, but I had to figure out how I wanted to do it. Like I had to figure out uh, how to make sure my motions were progressing and not repeating. So I had to mimic my motions and make sure they lined up with the proper timestamp. And that was pretty difficult. I ended up playing the song on my computer as I recorded myself on my phone. And then I would do the motions and make sure they lined up with the music. And then I would take my phone and take my phone and prop that up on my computer and watch that recording and then mimic my motions to the music. And I did that 13 more times to make sure I had 13 different clips of different clothes and different surroundings. Um, but then uh, and editing was also a very difficult part because I had to make sure my motions were fluid and I, uh, it was very tedious. It took a good two days just to edit. I had to cut up all the clips into millisecond segments and then weave them together in a way that it looked pretty fluid. But for the successes, um, the Polaroid clip, I was quite proud of. I, I'm really happy that how that turned out. It was a little bit of an emotional process doing that clip. I mean, it wasn't too bad, but I, I was looking through old, videos of my friends and I and um the audio of those videos I thought would be perfect to include in my film because as you're watching the camera go over the Polaroid and stuff you can see like those are real pictures of my friends and like my real life and um those the audio that is laid over top of it is like real videos of my friends and I tried my best to make sure the audio made sense because uh the some of the clips for example, one of them is my friends and I were dancing on a roof um, and I videotaped it and my friend screams out, I love being a teenager. And I thought that was a really sweet moment and perfect to add in just kind of a little, as a little bit of a nostalgic moment. And same with the, there's a clip where I say, um, are you guys leaving when you coming back? And I thought that fit in pretty perfectly because, you know, I miss my friends. And that original audio just came from a clip where my friends were going to get pizza at lunch. And I said, where are you guys going? And it wasn't, it was a like joke. It wasn't a very serious moment, but I thought the audio was very good. So I'm really happy how that came out. I feel like that was a successful clip. I'm also really happy about how the end came out because like I said, the the editing and the filming of it was very tedious, but uh, after watching it over, I was really blown away about, really blown away how it worked because I was so convinced I would have to reshoot it and it would be really difficult, but that was quite a success. I'm really glad how the end sequence worked. Thank you. Well, so many things as you were speaking um, came to my mind. The first is, I think, how incredible is it um, that you can do such sophisticated work with a phone and a computer, <laughs> right? That's pretty amazing. Um, and I, I was also thinking when you were telling the story about um, the audio and your friends, first of all, I know, or I hope you got permission from them, but um, the... I was thinking as you were speaking about how so many things that we took for granted or so many situations now when you look at them from a different perspective or a different context have a different layer of meaning. And uh, that's exactly what came through, I think, in your video.
So that's amazing. Um, so you, you have this video, you create this video for your class and then it ends up me. Like I've never met you before. Um, and I get to see your video and then a celebrity, Sarah Polly, I don't know, uh, our American friends may not recognize her. Um, but I saw it because someone retweeted Sarah Polly, who is a Canadian actress, writer, director, producer. Um, and she gave you kudos. And, and, uh, I think she said, this, this, and I quote, this very short film is a masterpiece about the lockdown made by a grade nine student, Liv McNeil. Do yourself a favor and take three minutes to watch it. Best film I've seen in a long time. Just period. Wow. Period. So tell us about that. Like how, you know, this became part of the public domain and how you felt about a celebrity, um, recognizing your film this way uh that was really crazy i was super blown away that she even saw my film uh we originally thought she was a youtube troll in my youtube comments but uh i later saw that she posted my video on her real twitter page so that was super crazy to see that she actually saw it let alone talk to me about it and she ended up following me on twitter so that was really exciting um but it's it's given me a lot of hope for my future i mean that sounds really cheesy but i mean it, it has it's given me a lot of hope because people like the bare naked ladies and lulu wang sarah Polly, those people of that caliber have seen my film and it kind of has shown me how many people in the film business are cheering me on so that uh really gives me hope for my career and my film career, you know? In my work, I uh, talk so much about how you can use social media for your future. And you just shared that um, all of these people watched a film that you created publicly on YouTube. Had you ever thought about social media as a way to further your career before or, um, you know, put yourself out there in a positive way? before this film experience? Yeah, for sure. I think right now, social media is a perfect way to put out your art. And I've never really thought about promoting myself because, you know, I mean, I make art all the time and this is the first time anything has gone so well. So it's never even crossed my mind about maybe I should like promote my work and have other people see it because it was usually just for me. But now that other people are seeing it and quite a lot of people know my name. I feel like I should start having more of a social media presence and showing my work online and promoting it. So I feel like for sure social media is going to help me in my career and help me promote my work. And I would say beyond that, like being able to watch your film and feel the power of it. I mean, that is a gift that you definitely need to share. But I just want to thank you. Thank you for it. So how can we view the film? Um, and how can we connect with you on social media, Liv? Uh, well, if you just search up numb Liv McNeil on YouTube, I'm sure you could find it. It's, a, it's been quite up there. I'm very happy about that. But then also my Instagram, uh, there's a link to my YouTube channel in my bio. It's Liv McNeil underscore. 
L-I-V-N-C-N-E-I-L. And then you can go to my YouTube channel and see that and hopefully enjoy it. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. Uh, of course. Thank you so much for calling. The Social Media Podcast is a way to continue celebrating students and teachers who are using technology and social media in positive ways, and is a continuation of my book, Social Media, which can be found on Amazon. All links mentioned in the podcast can be found on socialmedia.org under the podcast tab. Content can also be found at jcassatod.com, which is where I blog. If you would like to be featured on social media, or have an idea for a show, please contact me at jcassatod.com. The Social Media Podcast is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.